Welcome now to the River City Hardball Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Gibson. Right now, our pleasure to be joined by the Paxson School for Advanced Studies. The Golden Eagles head coach is George Wall, and he joins us right now. And our topic of conversation is going to be talking about the Paxson baseball team and what they have uh, coming up this season here in 2020, but also want to focus on one of the best baseball prospects in the Jacksonville area. His name is LeBaron Johnson, a senior right-hander, 6'4", 200 pounds. He's committed to the University of Florida. Coach, uh, welcome in. Uh, tell us about LeBaron. Uh, he's one of your top guys on your team this year. Absolutely. Um, yeah, you know, I showed up about a year and a half ago now. Um, you know, heard all this hype about um, Paxson having, you know, this young man who was far ahead of where everyone else was. Um, could really sling it, and I'd never seen him. Um, so when I finally saw him, very quiet kid, um, goes about his business, doesn't really jump off at you initially, um, acts like everybody else, just goes about doing what he needs to do. But, you know, when he steps on the baseball field, it's it's something special to watch. Uh, you can see him really kind of put in what it takes to get to that next level. Um, not that other guys don't. There's just something special about watching what he's able to do on a baseball field every night. Coach, uh, how hard does he throw? I, I've seen some some different tweets and stuff like that. I saw a picture the other day where a, a scout or somebody had him clocked at 94. Is that where he can get up to? Yeah, as of right now, um, that was you know we were at practice that day. We had him. Uh, I, I was set up behind home plate uh, for our inner squad. Um, so unfortunately for some of our guys, they had to see where he was, um, and we had him up to 94 that day, yes, sir. Is that about consistent for him, or is that as high as he's gone for you? Yeah, that's that's about his max right now. Uh, you know, it's still early, uh, a little cold, and try not to ramp him up too, too much. Um, he's probably got another one or two in there right now, but he'll, he'll sit 90, 92, and he'll bump up to 94 for you every now and then. What is he, 17, 18 years old? How common yeah. is it to, for a pitcher like him at his age to be throwing in the mid-90s? Um, it all depends. You know, a lot of it is God-given talent, and, you know, some of it turns out to being a lot of work ethic, too. Um, as far as, you know, guys in this area, you look at the uh, Hunter Barco from Bowles, who graduated last year. Um, you know, they have a young man over there now, too, Jackson Baumeister, who can bring it. Um you know, it's, it's special. Um, you know, I've never had someone who could do it. So it's nice to go out there and be able to watch this uh, once a week, you know, especially putting him out there in the outfield. Um, it's tough to run on him. So uh, I don't suggest anybody try to stretch uh, anything close into a double or a triple if it goes out there. Uh, you might be a little upset with the outcome. Yeah, we are talking about a two-way player, not just a pitcher, but a guy who can play in the outfield is a very fast player. He can absolutely hit. Last year, he hit over 400 for you guys with four triples. Uh, tell us about that part of his game. So initially, uh, when I asked him what he wanted to do, obviously he wanted to be a pitcher. Um, it would be hard to blame him to not want to be that pitcher with the stuff he's got. But seeing what he could do offensively, he, uh, he went up to East Coast Pro up in Alabama over the summer, and one of the gentlemen with uh, the Blue Jays, Asked him, you know, do you want to be a pitcher? Do you want to be an outfielder? What can you do? And he said, well, I, you know, I can do both. You know, I, I want to be a pitcher, but I can do this. And he proceeded to have a phenomenal round of BP. And you know, he's like, you know, son, you got to be able to tell us this. This is this is important stuff. Um, 
he's just a really well-rounded, all-around athlete. Back to his his pitching. You know, when people hear of a kid that is in high school as a senior and can throw up to 94, I think one of the questions that you might have is, well, he can throw hard, but can he control it? How is his control? It's typically pretty well. You know, last year we, we were in a spot where he threw right, right around 37 innings for us. Um, he was able to strike out 70 uh, compared to only 18 walks. So the walks, you know, were under one per inning, which is obviously great. We're looking at about a half a walk per inning pretty much right there. Um, so it's typically pretty good. I know, you know, Friday out there, he think he walked two in that game um, in three innings. But for the most part, the control is usually pretty good. He's usually able to do a solid job of extending his outings for us. Uh, what does he throw? Is he a, a two-pitch guy, or what, what does he throw? Uh, he's fastball, curveball, changeup. And how do, how do each of those look? We obviously know about the fastball and, and the velocity, but uh, the, tell us about the cur- his curveball and his changeup. You know, the changeup is something that we he started working on uh, last year. We've been really trying to dedicate ourselves to getting that changeup right because the changeup to me is probably one of the best pitches in baseball when it's executed well. Um, so that, that's coming along nicely. Uh, that'll sit in the low to mid-80s. Uh, his curveball is absolutely devastating. You, know, you ask some of the guys that have faced him over the last year and a half, two years, I mean, it, the thing is filthy. Um, it drops a solid foot. You know, last uh, Two weeks ago, I sat behind home plate, behind a screen, and actually recorded it just to see. And it started the hitter's eyes and finished in the dirt. I mean, it was just, it's, and it's got a nice tight spin to it and a sharp break. So it's tough to pick up. You know, a lot of high school hitters are going to have trouble hitting that thing. That's awesome. Uh, what would you say is his best pitch? Is it the fastball or the curveball at this point? You know, they, they play well off one another. Uh, he's able to move his fastball a little bit. You know, it usually, I mean, it, it tails a little bit. Um, you know, he's able to manipulate the ball a little bit as well. So he's able to come in on guys, move away from guys. So he's really dedicated himself to the art of pitching, which is, you know, improved him as a pitcher, as well as uh, the knowledge of pitching, knowing how to get guys out, reading some swings, and seeing more, whether he can go in or out. So, you know, anytime you have a 17 year old who can get up to the mid 90s, um, that's typically probably the best pitch, you know, on paper. Uh, but when it moves as much as it moves, you know, it's definitely, definitely tough for hitters. As far as a raw, talented prospect, is he one of, is he the best player that you've coached or among those guys? Yeah, you know, from a pure talent standpoint, um, absolutely. So, like I said, you know, it's the first kid I've had that's touched 90, you know, especially being into 93, 94. Um, you know, I had a couple kids, you know, back, I think, goodness, probably three years ago. Um, the young man that uh, Terry Parker now, Tyler Nauman, left-handed pitcher. Um, yeah, that's at JU now. You saw yesterday, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Um, he came in for that lefty-lefty matchup yesterday, you know, got a fly out. Um, you know, he comes to mind. Um, there's an outfielder who was at Creekside a few years ago, who's now playing at Bradley University, um, who I coached a little bit over the summer. Um, who's been, he's been in the middle of that lineup since uh, being a true freshman up there. Um, but, you know, overall, from seeing what he can do on both sides of the game, especially with the dominating velo, um, LeBaron's definitely probably the most, raw talent I've had. Let's talk about his commitment to Florida. Um, how long ago did he commit to the Gators, and have you 
talk to Coach uh, O'Sullivan about him. How how many conversations or what have your conversations been like with uh, Coach Sully at Florida? So I've communicated with Coach Bell for the most part. Uh, you know, he reached out um, last fall, probably in September, and wanted to see him. So we went down to uh, College Central Florida. He threw there for me, um, actually against Clay, and he went out, probably went five, and he gave up three runs, struck out about nine or ten, and also managed to hit a triple and a bomb. So um, definitely good. good showing, and within two weeks he was verbally committed, and then as soon as signing day came around, he put pen to paper. And Florida was just sold pretty much after that game, I would think. Yeah, I mean, it's especially easy for them, you know, only having minimal scholarships for baseball. When you have a kid with such good academics who's able to be also a good athlete. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's easy. Um, I don't want to, you know, take anything away from what they do. But when you have a kid who's able to do what he does in a classroom as well as on a baseball field, it makes their decision very easy. Yeah, and let's not forget that either. We are talking about an excellent student. I mean, he is at Paxson, so, you know, he's a very good student. Correct, yeah. I think he's right at a 3.9 or a 4.0. So, I mean, he's very committed in the classroom and obviously very committed on the field. Coach, what's his ceiling? How good can he be? You know, um, it's really hard to pinpoint what, for me, you know, the high school level, you know, what kids can do, you know, town evaluating is so much different because we only have 25 games a year as opposed to college MLB where they have a lot of games, practice time. Um, you know, I don't want to limit him by saying where he could be. Um, you know, if he gets in, whether it's at Florida or with a, a pro program, if he gets in the weight room on a good regimen with them, um, I mean, this, he could be upper 90s. You, you could see triple digits out of him. Um, with the off-street stuff, you know, he reminds me the makeup and movement, what he can do as a Chapman kind of guy. Wow, that's pretty impressive. I was going to ask you, that was honestly my next question, Coach, was, you know, a lot of times you try to put your mind around uh, wrap your mind around who he reminds you of. So, so a, sort of like a Chapman guy, type guy, is that who he reminds you of or could, his potential? Yeah, you know, the, the off-speed stuff is so good. Um, it's where it really, feed, like I said, it really feeds off the fastball, and it's really tough for hitters to pick up. Um, you know, seeing a guy who's able to bump it up there velo-wise, you know, he's got such big hands as well. Like I said, he's able to do pretty much what he wants with the baseball. So, um, you know, you look at guys even back further, like Pedro, who had uh, massive hands. He could pretty much do whatever he wanted to. So LeBaron's a little bit bigger than that um, as far as stature goes. But I really think that, you know, the sky's the limit, and he, you truly could in two, three years see him getting up to triple digits as well as having that devastating off-speed pitch. Have you talked to scouts about him? Have scouts called you about him? Yes, I, you know, I've been in touch with a handful of guys. Um, you know, he's got his advisor and he's got his um, family doing everything they need to do on their end. Um, you know, they're very well informed and doing a really good job of guiding him along the way. Um, so they've been in touch with a number of people, especially after that East Coast Pro event. Um, and looking into the draft season, you know, they have a lot of people coming, calling and whatnot. Um, so his, uh, 
his team is really doing a good job. Um, you know, as far as who I've reached out to and have reached out to me, you know, there's going to be quite a lot of buzz around his starts. If it were to happen, would he bypass college and go to the pros, or, or where is he at in that point right now? You know, in every conversation we've had, it's always been, you know, think of what you have in front of you, what you're able to do, you know, what the potential is. Um, with with his academics, I mean, he's getting a going to get a Florida education for very very cheap, if not, um, you know, close to what some people could only dream of. Um, you know, it's a very very good school academically and athletically on multiple levels. So I don't want to, I don't want to speak for him. Um, right. Obviously it's tough to deny um, any pro baseball team when they come and say, Hey, we want you to come represent us, come play for us. Um, it really depends on where he's drafted. Um, in my opinion, you know, that's probably going to go for anybody. You know, if you're a top two round pick, that, that money slot is pretty good. Um, to where as you start falling into day two, day three, that money starts to drop. So, you know, it really depends on what they want and where they're at. How high do you think he could go? Uh, truthfully, if he's able to go out by April and May and you see a 96 or a 97 pop up, it wouldn't surprise me if he's a day one guy um, for the simple fact that he's still only 17. Um, so he's very young and he's got so much upside and potential that's been untapped. So, I mean, he really could be somebody you could build your organization around. That's pretty awesome stuff, man. That's that's great. I, I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I want to get out and watch some of his starts. Um, how often do you, are you guys going to throw him? Is this going to be a, a week-to-week thing? Yeah, so, you know, we'll typically have two games a week. Um, he's going to start this Friday at Episcopal. Oh, cool. And next week we only have got one game. So, you know, hopefully we have a lead. He can come in in the 6th and 7th and shut it down for us. Um, and then the following week, you know, we go down to St. John's Country Day and we play Fletcher in the Jumbo Shrimp Stadium. So there's two good quality opponents for him there. Um, that we'll see, you know, what matchup we like and how we want to set up our rotation for that week. Well, hey, I appreciate the time, and we'll do this again soon, okay? All right, I look forward to it.